We're getting spiritual in today's episode of On The Line. Today, I'm interviewing my own Reiki healer, Emma Lucy. I'm always in awe of her empathy and compassion, as well as her ability to actually help me work things out in my life. I know that spirituality is a bit of a touchy subject, and I know that not everybody believes in Reiki, but I hope you will go into this episode with an open mind. I'm not trying to convert anybody, but you know, it's interesting to hear about it, I think. I really do think that Reiki is something that you can only really discuss if you've experienced it yourself. I know I was personally at a very low point in my life when I first contacted Emma asking for her help, and she really took me from zero to, I was gonna say zero to 100, but she probably took me from like zero to a 20, but that was just like huge for me at that moment in time. So I will always be indebted to Emma. So let's get into the episode. Let's hear about her gift, how she discovered it, what it is that she actually does and how it all works. Hello? But before we start, let's take a quick break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today is such a special day for On The Line podcast because I'm here with Emma Lucy, who's one of my favorite, most beautiful souls that I've ever met in this (laughs) world. So, Emma, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm right back at you. Um, So, Emma, you are, I don't, I don't know what to call you. I always call you my Reiki healer or like my, like energetic advisor. But what, what is, what do you call yourself? I call myself, I think someone wrote about me said that she's the slash healer. So, because I kind of come under a big umbrella. Mm -hmm. I'm clairvoyant. I'm a healer. I do spiritual channeling. I do spiritual readings. It's literally, there's no one size fits all. So I have to be able to change that hat. But okay. I would always say I'm a healer. You're a healer. A okay. Healer. And you guys missed this, obviously. But uh, I just ran into her in the street before we started <laughs> recording this episode. And she's like, how's your head? And she just like put her hand on my forehead. And I was like, just heal me right here in this parking lot. I do not You're care. You're in that lovely bubble. <laughs> and nobody actually threw anything at us or called us any names. Oh, my, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you also talk a lot about crystals too because I know you have a book that's been doing really really well it's called The Power of Crystal Healing it's exactly right yeah Yeah. so I wrote that um I was offered to do that by Penguin last year and I turned it down because crystals are always my secret thing I've always been really skeptical about what I do Um, you've been skeptical about what you do exactly that's what I think gives me a slightly different approach on it 
because how I got into it just hurt my feelings quite a lot. So I ran away from it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm really happy to talk about it. But I think having a really healthy dose of scepticism allowed me to build my work where I'm debating more. So I wasn't just going, spirit saying this. I was sort of going, come on then, spirit, just just give me complete confirmation and then give it to me six more times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So okay. That's, that's why I like doing the work the way I do it because I'm I'm there is that dose of you got to get this right because it's so important. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we kind of get into what Reiki is yes. and what it involves, I just kind of want to share how we met because yeah. we have had a few healing sessions we by have. now. And I remember your sister, actually. So I know your sister, Becky. And she's, I, I remember I was going through a really tough time and I was kind of talking to her. She's like, you need to see my sister. She's going to totally heal you. You need to see her. And I remember thinking, Becky, like, you are nuts. Like, you are actually, <laughs> and I feel like I'm not a skeptic. I'm like quite open. You are, yeah. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, no, but things eventually got so stressful that I was like, I need something. And when I came to see you, I could not believe it. I came out feeling so um, calm and, like, clear and de-stressed and also just, like, kind of more excited about the future. Um, and maybe we can just talk about the process of what that was like, like, the actual session. Sure. What does it entail? So I don't like to know anything about anybody before they're coming. Mm-hmm. So obviously Becky's like, oh, I've this girl, she's loved, she's called Esther, she's the most amazing freckles. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. You don't want to come loaded with information about somebody. So I have a strict, I don't want to know a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I start work on the person the day before. So I have a lot of prep, as you know. I'm all about the clean drinking, getting good sleep, yeah. really starting to just allow your body to relax. Because when you move into session, the first thing your ego does is go, girl, you are crazy what you're doing here. Right, and you, uh, you said as well <laughs> that I should wash my hair yes, before the session. Yeah, because yeah. we've got our crown chakra out there, and for me it's really important just to kind of keep get that really clean. We carry a lot up here, and there's always a lot, especially with the work when I'm doing it, dancing on the top of my head, so just to kind of help clear that space in. I think showers are so important. Right. So baths, it's kind of allowing oh, yourself just to to give over mm-hmm. and just relax. Like, it's a process of relaxing. I totally agree. I want to do a whole podcast just about baths because... Oh, God, yes. <laughs> From a bath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the prep. Yeah. And then we I arrived at your arrive place. And I'm... I, 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 and there's no chat. So it's very interesting. When the person arrives, I think sometimes... I'm not, not that I'm not friendly. It's just that I'm, I'm as a human being. I'm like, oh, hi, lovely to meet you. But when you move into that space, you're in it, and it's about um, holding that space, bringing the person, in and cracking on with it. So we lay you out, yeah, uh, and then I use meditation. So I teach meditation, and I, I could do a lot of guided meditation and kind of really working that breath, and then I connect you with spirit before I even touch you. So yes, and the meditation. <laughs> I need to stop at the meditation thing because when I before the session, I remember thinking she's I'm she's not going to be able to calm me down. Mm. I'm like a big mm. ball of nerves, and basically, I don't want to like give away secrets or anything. Mm-hmm. But you kind of counted back. We counted backwards from ten, and we did all these deep breathing things. And I swear, I like just chilled right out. Like I was, I was, I did feel like I was totally like giving myself over to spirit yeah, or whoever exactly. you know whatever yeah. you want to say and I, I felt like wow I can't believe I actually did kind it. of go with it um I didn't think I was going to resist I didn't want to resist but I thought my body just wouldn't allow it so it was pretty amazing and then 
what exactly happens? Because it's silent in the room. I don't know what you do after that. I I do some chants. All my meditations are guided. I think people think I write everything down, but it's so specific or so bespoke for you. So I don't know how you're going to meet me because every time you're going to come for a session, you're going to be different place, different times. So it's about not expecting anything. So I'm just uh, literally allowing spirit to flow. And then I'll start doing a chant or a mantra. And then I just have this insane trust. I just love what I do. And I just know it's there. So there's not anything like switching it on. It's just... I'm, 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 often I'm visualizing like a bubble and our, our kind of energies, you know, like in, this might sound crazy, but you know, an avatar when they kind of yeah. drift. Yeah. I feel like I'm drifting into your space and you're allowing me. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then I'm working my hands and often spirits moving my hands. And, and while we're flowing like that, I start to see these films. Okay. Okay. So I'm seeing films in my mind and these are films that I'm questioning, debating because when I started training, in Reiki years ago and I've, it's, it's shifted and evolved quite a lot since then there's very specific kind of hand movements and when I started to do it I started to want to move things a little bit more intuitively and then that's when these films started to happen and I wanted to sort of say to the person afterwards seen all this stuff um, but I didn't because it was just weird to me and then I realised it was weird to me because it wasn't my stuff so one day I just grew a pair and I just sort of said to somebody, you know, I've just seen all this stuff. Oh, my like gosh. Um, and so when was the first time you felt this sort of happening within you? Yeah. Well, I've had, since since I was a kid, um, I can, like, explain how yeah. that came about. Um, I was always really sensitive. You know, when I was like, she's really sensitive and uh, had lots of imaginary friends, which for me were just trying to people. I was very comfortable in my own company. Um, I'd never really, really slept a lot. It was, always, it was always very busy at night time. But I think the most kind of predominant kind of the wow moment for me was I was about 11. I was always fascinated with my grandparents, like obsessed with my my mum's parents. And I was just like, what used to happen to them? Like, where are they? They both died before we were born. Used to go through drawers looking for pictures, like strange. Um, and my dad had built this um, floor to kind of ceiling um, window. And I just used to sit at this one spot like a cat, just looking out this window. And it's just like all this lovely pink light. And he's just really relaxed and zen out there. And I realized, like now looking back, I was meditating. Um, but on this one particular day, I got into such an amazing space that I saw this man walk towards me. It wasn't like, you know, someone with a sheet over the head. I describe it like a tracing paper in your mind. Um, and he sort of said to me, I killed your granny. So two things happened then. This most orgasmic feeling as you're kind of, you're, this connection, like it kind of pulsates through your spine into your brain. It's just like, wow, orgasmic. It's like, wow, I feel so I felt so alive in that moment. Actually, makes me feel quite emotional thinking about it. I felt so alive and I'd spent so long kind of feeling everything but not really feeling it and feeling part of it that I felt like wow I'm in it um but not knowing what it was uh so I run into my mum because I'm excited I'm like granddad killed granny granddad killed granny she was drying her hair she dropped her hair dryer and she's looking at me going like no you're mad like what so I'm looking at my mum thinking god I'm such a selfish little person I've completely made that up also, I'm really weird, like everybody's always told me I am. So I've got to leave this room and I've got to go and try and be really normal. Mm-hmm. I've got to go and try and be my sister, which is the worst thing you can do. I yeah. got really depressed. I ate a lot, put a lot of weight on, spent a lot of my life just hiding away from stuff. And the more you shut that down, the louder it becomes. Um, okay. <laughs> until I kind of hit my 20s and it came out that my grandfather had had a mental breakdown. My grandmother had gone to leave him and... 
he'd grabbed her by the throat and caught a nerve in her neck and put her put her to sleep. And my mum had found her at 21. So a couple of things was happening in that room for her. She was, she'd buried it, and mm-hmm. he was reaching through me to heal that. Wow. Um, and, yeah, she, then secondly, how's my 11-year-old daughter know any of that when right. we just don't talk about it? Well, yeah. that's, that's like <laughs> quite a story yeah. of uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. So, so yeah. just to kind of change the pace a little bit, sure. what do your parents think now? So they hate, like, hate's a strong word, isn't it? I shouldn't say hate. They they weren't a fan of it because my dad was like, you're never going to make money selling rocks because he knew somebody that did. Um, <laughs> I proved him wrong. I proved him wrong. I did uh, at my book launch. That he got a big mention. Um, so they weren't a fan because I think. They were nervous. My dad's self-employed, um, and it's always been up and down for him. And I think there's just this nervousness. And they've known a couple of people. They knew somebody that tried to heal their daughter. She had cancer and tried to do it through kind of other care. And mm-hmm. um, I think there was a nervousness around that. I, I'm a real believer in science, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe they both work beautifully hand in hand. And this, I actually, the people that I trained with uh, initially, they worked on a teenage cancer ward. So they did palliative care after chemotherapy but they also did it for the families while they were kind of mm-hmm. trying to be strong but obviously feeling everything at the same time so there's such a place for these two things and these two worlds to collide yeah um, I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people sometimes have this misconception that maybe spiritual people or this type of healing um they think that you're trying to kind of sell this instead of traditional yeah, me- medicine but I know that, that that's not the case, and I think let's just make that yeah, perfectly absolutely. clear. And I've I've ha- I've had to like I've had things that have happened because I think I'm 34 now. But in order to do the work that I'm doing to become completely qualified, you have to have the life experience. Yeah. So I had a really full 34 years physical kind of problems. My first boyfriend he passed over in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend died while he was texting me like lots of things like that that happened and it's all about how do you transform that emotional pain into mm-hmm. something that can be really shitty and messy how do you turn it into something that's beautiful yeah. and, and so that when people say to me now how are you so happy yeah. I think it's the funniest thing because I'm like yeah I have been through that dark but I've worked I've done the work yeah. and that's why I'm working with people who want to do the work so I'm really kind of I'm always channeling out I want to work with people who want to do the work because there's no easy way to kind of shift something that's happened sometimes we have to help support people and and remove the pain but allow them then to be able to look back at it and go hey do you know what I've I've learned from that so Mm -hmm. we can take that feeling away or that block that it's kind of dealt with emotionally and give them something like that freedom to really kind of work to express it in something much more positive well, I think what you're doing is amazing, <laughs> and you. I know from firsthand experience how much you have helped me Thank when you. I have been at really a rock bottom in my life, and you just really, I, I could cry just thinking <laughs> about it, because it's, it's it was beautiful. so special to mm. me. Anyway, I could talk all day, but this is a call-in show, yeah. so Hi. I won't be super <laughs> selfish, so let's hear our first caller. Hello? Hi. Uh, so I wanted to share my experience with Reiki. So I have some pretty serious health issues that are actually similar to the movie on Netflix called Brain on Fire. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Um, and initially I only focused on Western medicine. So I get IV treatment weekly and I take a ton of medications and I see lots of different doctors, neurologists, immunologists, things like that. And then one of my doctors uh, recommended seeing an Eastern doctor. And initially I was a little bit skeptical, but 
I'm kind of always open to anything that could help. So I decided to go. And honestly, he started doing Reiki for me and it was so helpful. That combined with acupuncture and other alternative uh, medicines really helped add to my treatment plan and experience and helped me a lot. Um, I think that if you go in being kind of skeptical, it can be uh, difficult to really enjoy the experience, but from, I tried to go in with an open mind and I found it to be really beneficial, really just calming. And my doctor also helped talk about my star chart and kind of who I am as a person. And he looked into a lot of things. And I just found it very interesting. I learned a lot about myself. I learned how to kind of try to relieve stress and things like that. So it was kind of a combination of a lot of things, but through like meditation, Reiki, acupuncture, all of that really helps me a lot and relieved some of my symptoms and relieved a lot of stress. So yeah, that's my experience and I just wanted to share it. Thanks. I love that. Because I know when I started kind of, because you have to do the work on yourself before you're kind of doing the work on other or with other people, because it's not like I'm doing it, I'm not saving. And it's that kind of having that open-minded approach and that and knowing that you can add you have to it's like looking at your wardrobe sometimes and how you dress yourself you, you can't just put a t-shirt on and you're ready to go it's kind of like what am I going to pair this with that's right for me so I absolutely love that and for saying a doctor kind of prescribed it's brilliant I was on a trip in Brazil once and and the doctor was there was I used to be really like nervous about talking about it I think the last five years there's so much more um, scope for conversation about it but before that it was it was very kind of like I think it, there was a peak where it was very fashionable mm-hmm. and I remember being very nervous about kind of talking about it because it always ended up in a debate and I'm not one for debate because I really believe that if you have your belief you have your belief and for some people when they come to see me they're not spiritual that what they want is like a good eight hours sleep and that's what I'm providing for them so I just think that's awesome. That's really made my day. Yeah. And when we were listening to the question, you were kind of nodding your head about the star chart part of that question. Do you kind of tie in astrology into what you do as well? Do you believe in like star signs oh, and stuff? I do, absolutely. But like sun signs, moon signs, I, you know, again, I'm Pisces and yeah, I have very kind of atypical Pisces things, but also I'm, I'm kind of saggy in my moon rising. So that makes more sense to me that, again, it's not one size fits all. Right. Um, and, and I try not to work on a new moon for okay. the benefit of the person I'm working on because it's kind of quite a, you can feel quite depleted. That's why a lot of people don't practice yoga on those days. But right. I love working on a full moon and I get the most interesting people at that time because they're kind of, they've really bundled all this stuff up ready just to kind of have it sucked out. Yeah. And it's quite fascinating kind of what comes. Let's take a really quick break. Hold the line. We'll be back right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, your process must be really interesting, actually, because I remember thinking once we were done our session, like, God, you must be exhausted. <laughs> do you, like, do you find it tiring? And how do you prepare to, like, kind of see this, mm. like, you know, take on somebody else's energy? What's your, like, process? So for up until January, I was working two jobs. So before January, I'd get up at five in the morning, I'd be writing. I'd be going to work, I'd work for a CEO, eight or seven, I'd come home, I'd see people, I'd work in all weekends. What I realised was just, this is giving me life. Okay. Uh, and then when I kind of left that job because of the blessing that, you know, I was allowed to do this full time, um, I was, I've just got a unlimited source of energy and that's what this is it's, it's unlimited it's not mine it's not yours it's ours okay. and we have this lovely ability to kind of tap in and and when source or spirit moves through me i'm there i'm present but emma's kind of taking a step back and she's looking and she's doing the filming and she's watching and she's doing the reading and she's doing the debating and my body's doing the kind of the not the dirty work, but it's doing the gardening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when we come out of session um, and I bring the person back into the room, I then channel back what, what I've seen and we record it. Okay. Yeah. So afterwards, you're not actually physically tired? No. Nope. You're energized, would you say? I or feel just great, yeah. Okay. Because what tends to happen is, and what I realized before, was when before the person came, I was starting to feel like their mood. I wasn't really making any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I feel so tired. And then they come and go, I'm so tired. So it's actually, it helps shift. And also I realise that when I'm healing with people, I'm actually healing something in myself. Oh, wow. So it's beautiful. Again, it's just a gift. It's just so, I feel so lucky for it. Like, I'm never going to ever complain. Yeah. Ever. Well, (laughs) you must have, like, learned a lot about yourself through this gift. Yes, that was hard. What what would you say is, like, something you'd want to share about what you've learned um, through this gift? To... Honour your intuition. Mm -hmm. And in honouring your intuition, you will deny it and you will deny it again. And it will never uh, run away from you. It will never fail you. But if you need to challenge it and prove it right, then you will do that. And um, it's never going to judge you or kind of people sometimes think, I've done bad things, bad karma, probably I'm not allowed to do that or anymore or I'm not in that flow. But for me, I've realised that the kind of the more I challenge it, the more it loves me. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it allows you to really open. Um, I had a year where I didn't go out. I sometimes find it difficult in social situations because people know what you do, yeah. tend to kind of lean on you a little bit more. So right. that's hard. Yeah. Like, and kind of having friends or like proper friends is, mm-hmm. is tricky. Um, but it's, it's made me brave. Do you have to have boundaries with your closest friends? Yeah, even my family. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you say that? 
I hold it, so I meditate on it. Okay. It'll be very much a visualisation that I'll do where it's me rooting down, and I kind of call in this bubble, and I just put the bubble there, and I say, please allow anybody that needs to step through that bubble to step in, mm-hmm. and when they're done and they need to step back into their space, please allow it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's hear the next question, <laughs> I guess. Hello? Hi, my name's George and I'm 23. Um, this is for the Reiki um, sort of question that you guys had. So um, coming from someone who's always sort of dealt with um, really serious sort of depression and anxiety and all that type of traumatic stuff, and um, also someone that sort of keeps everything in and um, hasn't really ever healthily expressed their feelings and stuff like that I had sort of a mini taster Reiki session um just before successfully getting my first counseling session um for past trauma um after I mean I'm always I've always been kind of a skeptic anyway so um, I've always been really um sort of I didn't really believe um in anything that were in regards to like energy and stuff um i just always think that that was i always thought that that was um not really real um anyway yeah so i mean i'm I'm really bad at speaking so i just get really nervous when i actually speak about things like this so um yeah i had a mini session um I mean, all throughout it, I tried to not think about anything. I really tried to just get into the experience of it. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really go into it knowing what it would do to me. And afterwards, um, I didn't really think much of it. But I fell out with my boyfriend quite a lot. Um, I just felt really angry, and um, and then I get really frustrated that I was angry because that was not really an expression, you know, a form of expression that I usually take up I guess um I didn't know what to do with myself and then I got in touch with the Reiki lady and she was like yeah that's really good that you're doing this um sort of like releasing um all of this anger and whatever you have in you um I guess it was a healthy thing because it got me to realize um what I was holding inside um but I think you really really have to have a few sessions in order to fully appreciate it um but I wasn't in a very good mindset and um I hadn't really like experienced that that form of anger and you know on all that unresolvedness I guess all came up so I really like to try it again um I am in a better mind space I've started counseling and I have sort of approached all the different things I have had sort of issues with within myself so it would be really interesting to see what sort of brings up gets brought up the next time I have it and maybe it does and will heal me in the future um I'm still kind of skeptical um because maybe I was already feeling those things but all in all coming from someone who wants to believe in the healing powers of Reiki um, I'm now scared of it because I wasn't ready. Um, this is all sort of like gobbledygook anyway, and 
I'm kind of not in a really good mind space right now. So um, maybe that's why I'm sort of like wanting to get it out and talk about it. Um, but anyway, I say I love everything that you do and I look up to you loads. This hasn't made sense at all. But um, Reiki, good if you are looking for positivity and um, the cleansing and can handle the cleansing um, and are ready for what it will bring up. But bad if you're already, already in a sort of bad mind space and don't believe in it. Just be ready for it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But um, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. That totally makes sense to me. I know actually I had the first touch therapy I've had was in my 20s. Did you just say touch-topia? Touch therapy. Oh, I, oh, I like touch-topia though. touch-topia? Yeah, that's my now new business. <laughs> uh, so I had a touch therapy and I remember exactly like you, um, I, I was very depressed, very um, suppressed, I think, by life and just feeling so squashed and I had this session um, and it, like I said a couple of mine with a clairvoyant reading so it was just the touch therapy and it was like off you go and I remember my whole world fell apart and I remember thinking oh, I'm losing my mind and that kind of drove me to really work on how I was going to work the sessions which is why I did 15 years before anything really just honing in what they look like and that's why that kind of pulls in on a lot of different elements um and why when we do a, a healing we do the day together the kind of face-to-face -face hour and a half and then I do um three nights distant healing after and at that time I offer an open door and I say to people some people when they have there's two ends of the spectrum but they're both sort of saying the same thing they're just analyzing it differently the one person walks out the room they're like "Woo, free that's gone brilliant I feel really light lifted awesome the other person the more sensitive of us um and i'm one of those for sure uh, you go out and you go oh god that's gone and that's left me feeling really exposed or this kind of anger's boiling you know that that you shouldn't be lingering with that it should be allowing you a space to look at life and go i'm feeling that but i'm understanding it now rather than it kind of dancing out into your life that there needs to be more grounding more work done in allowing that emotion to not be hanging around you anymore but what can tend to happen when you've done the healing is things start to your ego starts to cling so she starts to grasp back at things and starts to say you need that so that anger that kind of passion that flame within you that life force when it was leaving it's also like your ego's going you don't need to let go of that you need you know we that's got you that was kind of holding you back um so where was I going? I'm sorry, just tangenting off. Yeah. But it's um, it's about working with that person and knowing it's 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 like a proper for me four day process where mm -hmm. you can say to me, I'm still feeling a little bit like this, but it doesn't feel normal, and then we will carry on doing the work. I'll fly back in and I'll just keep working that out because I feel when people leave that has gone, it's the ghost of it okay. that's still there, and it can trigger and you can and, and when you're healing when you're changing sometimes it's not ideal for the people around you that love you because you're then making them have to look at themselves and, and them trying to shift and change. So it's it takes a little bit of time sometimes to harmonise. Mm -hmm. So it's great that you called the lady back, but for me I feel like really right top and tailing it is so important. Okay. So, so important. Now, this is another question that just kind of came up when you were yeah. saying that and when I heard the question is that I know you, I've been recommended you, I trust you. Yeah. 
how can somebody who like how do you know if a healer is going to be good or if they're just fake or yeah. if it's like you know going to make you messed up in the head afterwards? How can you? Is there any like telltale signs of like somebody who's actually gifted yeah. or? Uh, it's such an interesting one because I think like it's like with psyche or intuition, we've all got it, but everyone's got different experiences, and also everyone provides a very different medicine for different people. So call them, okay, call them, ask them. What 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 will happen in our session? What do you expect the results to be? Mm -hmm. um, and get a real feel for it. If somebody is rushing you off the phone and they don't have time for you, then they're not going to have time for you in that space mm -hmm. or hold that space for you beautifully and allow you that time thereafter. So really get a sense of somebody. It's like choosing a partner. <laughs> you know, it's so intimate. It's such an intimate experience. Um, so it's really really important recommendation ask them if they've got any recommendation put a call out there to your friends like who do you know like yeah that people have done and what's been their experience yeah. with it um and to know that there should never really be in my opinion a prescriptive amount of time you need to go to somebody it should always be a, a gut pull mm -hmm. this is about you healing at your own rate some people come to see me once a year some people come like every couple of weeks it, it just depends where you're at mm -hmm. um but sometimes if you are going through something and it feels like it's triggered i work a lot with people with trauma mm -hmm. and sometimes it can really trigger things and and they just need the comfort of coming back sooner right. so ask the person you know what what are your experiences this is what i'm going through right. have you dealt with this before and just trust your yeah intuition. yeah and if they're coming back to going yeah of course i have it's like no this is this is this is my life <laughs> yeah this is so personal ask the questions okay really that's really ask. really really yeah. really good advice yeah. hello i guess i want to just ask like are you psychic like can oh, you yeah. see the future could you like solve a crime <laughs> like can you, can you like really pinpoint stuff yeah. like that or is it i believe we all have choice so when i'm future thing i'm doing i'm psyche or like clairvoyant whatever label you want to put on it it's fine by me um i do believe you have choice so it's about saying to somebody that's great over there but it could be better if you moved over here and mm -hmm. you could choose to be there but i believe you'll always end up where you're meant to be do i think you can solve prime yeah because i think you've got good gut things with people but sometimes things like that happen because um there's other things people need to learn around it. Okay. Um, but, the, you know, the, during the war and stuff, psychics were used <laughs> right. to kind of pinpoint people. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I, I do believe. All right. Well, I could literally talk to you I all day. I want to stand here all day. day all day. Bake. Even though it is very hot in this room. But I guess <laughs> I just want to kind of end on what can people do sort of day to day to keep themselves calm and sort of get, you know, turn what you're saying in this yeah. podcast into something that they can actually use practically. Yeah. Breath. Okay. I think we need to strip everything back, and that's kind of one of the principles behind the book as well. It's like we overcomplicate everything as human beings because we think if it's complicated, then it's worthwhile. Yeah. That's why we often challenge relationships or things like that or um, situations because maybe it's happening a bit too easy, which is, is kind of crazy. But I believe breath is the most important thing. Why so, do we stop breathing when we're stressed out? Because we kind of go into fight or fight. So we start breathing from our kind of our chest. So we're, <laughs> uh -huh. so we're telling our, our body, shit, shit, run, run, run. But if we just take time, move into our belly. Take yourself to the toilet if you're stressed at work, stressed at school. Just go and sit yourself down. When you feel that kind of urge to rage, 
take a seat okay. and breathe. And the other thing really important is plant your feet on the ground when you're doing it, okay? Just really feel yourself rooted. You don't have to be a meditation whiz, but just count your breath. So I do an in for one, out for one, in for two, out for two. You're taking me down in into three. that meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I do that up to ten, and then you'd be like, okay. You know, you're not going to get the, the problem away, but you will be in the right position to handle it. Got it. Without going, regret, I wish I'd have blown up. The other thing, Obas oil inhalers. Always have one in my handbag because you just sniff on them just gently. They just calm you, that menthol. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm on that. Where did I get that? Yeah, boots. Okay. Any other fantastic pharmacy. (laughs) They should be paying you. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Well, Emma, thank you so, so much. It has been such a joy. And, you you. know, I love you and adore you. Likewise. And I can't wait to see you again next time. Yay. Thank Thank you. hate to say we are wrapping up this episode. I could literally talk to Emma all day long. Even when I see her in social situations, I just like never have enough time to talk about everything with her because she's just, oh God, I wish you guys could meet her in person because she's just such like a calming energy. Have you ever had Reiki? I'd love you to share your experiences. You can leave a comment on any of my Instagram posts at Estee Lalonde. And I will be back in your ears next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.